Alright guys, before today's episode, just a wee reminder that tickets are still available for our next live show at the Pavilion Theatre in Glasgow on Sunday the 31st of March. Yes. yes. Please buy them and we'll see you there. Thanks to everyone who has so far. They're shifting, aren't they? I'm looking forward Selling to it. Selling like lukewarm cakes. Baby. Well, let's not say that. I'd say <laughs> the cakes are on the hot side. Yeah, they're hot. They're pretty hot. Hey. You know, they're selling like hot cakes to hear our hot takes. Hey, that's good stuff. Do you know what I mean? More of that <laughs> at the live show. That's, that's just it. a sample of what you can expect yes. at the live and show. We've got some great guests booked, which will be announced very shortly. Um, as ever, you can also sign up to our Patreon for as little as £3 a month as well. What do you get there, guys? You get lots of hours of bonus content. You get an extra episode every two weeks yes you get live shows that we've done we've done london edinburgh glasgow yeah, audio yes. and video footage of every live show that we've done till now a wee documentary yes a behind the scenes documentary the fringe some behind the scenes footage from the glasgow glee show that we've done last year as well early access first dibs yes. on episodes and tickets to future events plus yes. other exciting stuff though. although we've no other live shows planned beyond no the other pavilion, live shows planned until after the yeah. the summer show although we do occasionally do be secret stand-up shows that have been for patrons only and have sold it every time so if you want to get access to them to come along that's where you can get and them. we get amazing guests to come on the live shows can yes. we name them kevin bridges will not be there no but he was at one of the shows yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. no he was at a stand-up show so he did josie long josie long friends of the show me <laughs> paul mcdaniel guys. paul mcdaniel yes. Marilyn. not so, paul mcdaniel's the magician not no, Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels. I think dead. I want to say dead magician. <laughs> I, want, I, I, hope, I hope so. I hope he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so sign up for all of that. Aside from that, guys, enjoy today's episode. Enjoy, Please yeah. enjoy. Welcome to the Some Laugh Podcast. It could be like, oh, that was some laugh, or there was just some laugh. Some laugh. Well, no promising all laugh. No, <laughs> it's, there's going to be some. It's some laugh. to get all of this set up because it's not it's, it took it's a while to put it together it? but it's, it's just now it's easy because I basically all I really need to do is set up the cameras everything else is basically yeah. there it reminds me of working at the escape room having to go and turn everything on oh, do you I... used to work in an escape room two of them yeah I love an escape yeah. room the monkey battle one I used to work in the, the what Harry department Potter of magic yeah, yeah yeah when it first opens I only discovered over Christmas that they do like cream teas and stuff Oh, do they? Yeah. That was after my time. We were only doing cream teas. There's like a little cafe because they were. Oh. It was 23rd of December, and they had to get rid of all of the stuff that, all of the like wine and food that they had that wouldn't last until the 27th. So uh-huh. they just had it all there. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. I'd have eaten them out of business if I don't. What's that cream tea? Like a like a scone oh. or like a creamy cake. I thought or... it was like an actual like cup of tea. It was just the cream in it. Cream in it. Do you not have cream teas? Up this here? is something I always forget about. You, you're from Cornwall. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you take that shit seriously. That's very much so. Scones and stuff. We had uh, yeah. a listener, Crispin, gave us stuff. Was that cream? I Jeez. ate all them, yeah. He came to the live show. We've our biggest fans from Cornwall. I <laughs> oh, really? And he came yeah. to watch us do a stand up show a few weeks ago. And because uh, I'm the only one that lives in town and the stuff would have gone off, he, I just ate like six scones and Wait, did he the bring Cornish you, clotted cream. You and, have fans that bring you cream? Uh, one fan. Yeah, <laughs> one fan brings us cream, yeah. And I'm all for it. More cream. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it was, it was Think nice. of the it's money good. you'll save on cream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it flies up from Cornwall just to give us some scones. Yeah, the carbon wow. footprint of those scones were. Immense. Yeah, <laughs> it's delicious. You haven't flown from Cornwall today though, despite being from there, Sam. No, I haven't. You came from Edinburgh. Where you found live? a home in Scotland. Uh, well, yeah. well, Edinburgh, but it's still Scotland technically. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think it's um, how many? See when you're just cutting about during the day and all that in Edinburgh. How many Scottish people do you actually meet? Um, Apart for your partner, obviously. Not many, I guess. Aye. Yes. Especially gigging in Edinburgh, it's a lot of tourists. It's basically, I just treat it like London or something. It's like an international gig almost, isn't mm. it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of tourists. For the Harry Potter factor. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess people just... I, I always think comedy is like... I suppose it's quite a touristy thing to do. And when Edinburgh's such a tourist town... It's not that there is yeah. any Scottish people in Edinburgh. There obviously is. But yeah. it's mad how not few of them are generally at the, the shows that you do. In Edinburgh, I think a lot of them turn up, and a lot of them it's like their first ever comedy show. Uh And I'm all for people giving stuff a try, but some people turn up and be like, You're obviously gonna hate this, (laughs) go do something else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I I just think like it's it's weird, it's good though, in a way, because then like you can get. I remember when we started, and you would do a lot of gigs in Glasgow and that, and you get a bit used to like doing references that you would just get if you were fake kind of here. Mm. No one mm. at Monkey Bar gives a fuck where Sucky Horse Street is. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they barely even know stuff about the UK half yeah, the time because yeah. they're yeah. off in fucking Denmark or whatever. <laughs> well, I wrote, I wrote an article of something. I had to write an article about uh, what my dream gig would be. Uh-huh. And that was the first time that I learned about what Huns are. <laughs> and I didn't know and so people started messaging me going like this is really inappropriate of you to just say that you'd love a gig full of Huns and I'd be like it means something else to me <laughs> Steve's best gig as well if you ask me I'm wearing my green jacket today right, actually so. Yeah, we can't say fence. that word, Sam, but you can you you can say it all you like because it's can good. I your culture as a non <laughs> yeah it's my culture appropriated that word. D- don't start using the H slur with me. <laughs> <laughs> How, so when did you actually find that out that that meant something different? When the article was published. Oh. And I wrote and I thought it's just a silly little article pre fringe thing, and then wrote it and I told my husband like what the article was going to be about and. He's from the West Coast, so I imagine... He should know. He, he, he should, yeah. And he did know. Right. Yeah. He just didn't think to mention it <laughs> until after it was already publicly available. <laughs> and then I was just like, what are all these people saying? What? what, what orange what? And then, <laughs> but, you know, it's an education. Yeah, that's it. You were saying about that Joel Isaac gig, weren't you? I went to see Joel Isaac in Glasgow once. Oh, yeah. And as 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 the audience file in, it said, like, hiya, babes, or something on the <laughs> yeah. screen. And he had to start by saying, mm-hmm. in every other city it says, hiya, hun, just so you know. <laughs> but I was told under no uncertain terms, don't do that in Glasgow. <laughs> how, have you, how have you bedded into life in Edinburgh? How long have you been here for now? Uh, it'll be four years this year. Is it really that long? Yeah. Already? It's four, it isn't it? Uh, it's a weird, it was, I moved up in a weird time though because it was in the middle of the pandemic. COVID and yeah. I was already engaged to my husband, but um, we... I was going to move up after the fringe of that year, which then never happened. Aye. And then when lockdown started, I was like, oh, I'll just go spend it with him because um, that would make sense. But that's when we thought that they would only be like a couple of weeks. Aye. So <laughs> a couple of weeks became four years. So. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you, because um, you, we used long distance before that or something. Yeah. How is yeah. that? How does that work? Oh, I've got so many LNER credits left. Like uh, I've used that train so many real. times, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not it, looking back on it. I'm not sure how we put up with it for so long because we we did it for four years long Whoa. distance. Wow. Um, how did you meet? 
So I would I would visit him in Edinburgh and then he'd visit me in London. Right. Like but how did you every meet two weeks on the train? I'm oh, how did we meet initially? Yeah. Sorry. Just explaining different types of transport. Right. Um, how is it? How is this physically possible? <laughs> well, so what the platform did you? <laughs> um, we met. I, the boring answer is we met on Tinder. Right. The more interesting answer is that. Um, I was up here, it was like in 2016, mm-hmm. and I was up doing The Fringe mm-hmm. with, you had her on the show, well, well somewhat recently, I think, Olga Kock. Olga, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was staying in a flat with her and a few other people, and um, maybe it's different to you, because I guess like you grew up closer to the end of The Fringe than we did, but... When you... Well, physically, but not um... not not spiritually. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's still a soulless hole. Yeah. Um, but because um, it was like everyone that we knew all in one place for an entire month, it was a very horny place to be. <laughs> and so, before I met my husband, all of us went up with the plan of sort of like treating it a bit like. Uh, one of those like American Pie sequels <laughs> where they're just like this is going to be the summer that we lose our virginity <laughs> for the 18th time <laughs> um, so we all we were all planning to just like yeah do a show or do some comedy or something but then just shag just shag away <laughs> um, and to the point where and I don't think Olga mentioned this when she was with you and uh, well I mean I'll say what happened and that, so we started a little game based on who you had sex with during the fringe. Right. And depending on what type of person it was, you would get points. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's what? been part of this game, he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice it, to see you again, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> 18 points, thank you. Um, no, but it was like... What was the criteria? Because this yeah. is so you thought we could get a name yeah, off yeah, yeah. here. It, so you got like the four most points. racist flat. <laughs> yeah, so a hun was eight. Um, <laughs> um, no, it was like four points if um, you hooked up with some. If you hooked up with another comedian, five points if you hooked up with someone who like came to your show. Wow. Um, two Mark's points. The fucking Ronnie O'Sullivan of this. <laughs> <didn't know> <laughs> that's just disgraceful behaviour. I do not stand for this or condone this in any way. Some of my podcast is not. <laughs> it's not slut shame <laughs> it doesn't slut shame positive. no um, so it's like different. I think that you got the most points if you um, if you um, had sex with Steve Bennett and you got like a like hundred points for that who we should say um, for the, the layman is a comedy critic yeah. yes. was there also a comedian called you should Steve get, Bennett yeah I'm assuming that's there. not that one though. not that one either was no 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 the, definitely the funnier one to have sex with the, I yeah. think you should have put stars a star system oh, <laughs> yeah yeah that would have been good no he would have enjoyed that too much <laughs> um, I don't want to be the second one that shags him it's like yeah. you know, two stars derivative it's been done <laughs> it's been done well. Stuart Lee did this in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> did anyone manage uh, it? No, no, not not Steve Bennett. No, but the the people who were involved in it were the people that I was staying in a flat with, and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. I kept, I still have it somewhere. I kept track of everyone's scores on a spreadsheet. <laughs> and I say all consensual, like receipts. like it's not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> no, just like the videotapes. And, like, <laughs> and 
I was it? And Where I was, was did Jeffrey Epstein on this? Flight? <laughs> <laughs> Sam's got the logs, the flight logs. Who was it? You, Olga, and Prince Andrew? With him? <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> Prince Andrew would smoke us all. Um, so, I, so I wasn't scoring any points, really? and I was yeah. I just I just what do you I get for a husband? That's got to be worth something, no? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Sweet fuck all. <laughs> Um, so I so I was on Tinder and I was using Tinder to try and like get people to come to my show and so that's how that's how we match that's cheating the game though is it not because then you're pre-setting up somebody yeah. to come there, to the show and then there are no rules right. in fact we caught the spreadsheet was called the Edinburgh fuck it list that's and that's and you score points based accordingly and so I met so I I only went on two dates I went on one date with a theatre reviewer who um, had a go at me for lying about my age because my birthday is during the fringe. So right. my my app that I was using didn't update. So it said I was 25 instead of 24. And he was like, oh, it's fine. My age isn't correct on there either. It says that I'm 29, but I'm actually 37. And I was like, <laughs> I think that's different. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the same. Um, wow. And then the next person I went on a date with was my husband. Oh, well. What yeah. took him to a heat of, so you think you're funny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he yeah. does love you if you stay He really yeah. does, yeah. yeah. Did you include the fuck it list story when you were doing a speech at the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Get off no. the projector. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't have any we didn't have any speeches or we just did a registry office oh. thing because it was still still the pandemic so we couldn't we couldn't do the wedding like we had planned to ah uh, fuck so we just had, just had our wedding dinner at pizza hut that's, that's great. Good. Yeah, that pretty good. No, couldn't, uh, couldn't, because of hygiene. Because oh, yeah. of hygiene, okay. there was no, uh, what's it called? There was no ice cream machine. Oh, I the said, best bit. I, I said to the server, I was just like, it's actually our wedding day. And they were like, oh, who at the table have you got married to? And she didn't believe me because my husband was sat at a different table at the back of the restaurant. Because <laughs> you only have six people to a table. And they got there first. So I was just like, oh, well, he's not here. And she was like... Okay, dear. <laughs> That's tragic. Man, that would be sad in her eyes if you just get jilted and then you went to Pizza Hut. <laughs> and then there's no ice cream, you're like, yeah. yeah, worst day ever. What's going on with worse. Pizza Hut these days? Because the one in Drumchapel is just derelict. It's closed. Yeah. There's nothing more sad than seeing an abandoned Pizza Hut building because they're all shaped the same way. <laughs> so like, you can't turn that into something else. Does it not? Oh, they still got the, the hut. They still got the hut. Is it not a Greg's now? No, it's not, the Greg's next to Right. Because that used to be the only thing in that retail part, so this is really fucking specific chat. <laughs> there used to only be a Burger King and a Pizza Hut, yeah. and then they built like a Starbucks, a McDonald's, a KFC. A Carvery. A car, Toby Carvery. I, I don't know if it's Toby, but it's a Carvery. And a Greg's. That Toby Carvery's always been there, though. Um, and then... <laughs> So suddenly Sorry, the guys. Pizza Hut... <laughs> it's, like, it's like gentrification, but yeah. for a Pizza Hut. Like a Pizza Hut was like the, the local... And then all these other cool fucking brands have came. Anyway, this is obviously the point. Is Greg's that... a cool brand? <laughs> and from Chapel. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's like an artisan bakery there. <laughs> it's got a drive-thru. That's really? A I never yeah. thought I would see a drive-thru yeah. Greg's. No. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Is that is that? Are there any other brands that di- haven't made it up here still? Because I don't think Cornwall has a Nando's yet. Really? Really? Don't think, there was never one when I grew up there. Wow. Surely it's got to have now. Yeah, sure. I don't know. There's Nando's in Australia. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see it in Australia. Yeah. That's although sense. it's shite, it's not the same. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, well, because well, the menu and all that is kind of different. Because they don't really know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> when Nando's like that about chicken. I don't know anyone who's ever like, started the Nando's in Australia has ever been to one They've in the UK. just heard of one and they're doing it like they're trying to, <laughs> to bust it. Is that a UK start in the UK? No, it's... Well, it's, well, it's meant to be South African or something. Yeah, no, that's the cuisine, but surely did it not start here? No. It feels quite British to me. It feels like a British thing. It does feel, aye, I know what you mean. Maybe it did. Who knows? Right in. It was like a British Empire situation. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a big segue for your wedding, <laughs> Sam. Who uh, won the game in Edinburgh? I think you say who won the wedding. <laughs> we call I, I don't it. think we should ask that. I don't think we should ask that. Did you win it? No, no, I did not, because okay, no. I, I, I did, went on the date with David and then that was it. Yeah, you're bottom of the league, surely. Bottom of the league, but yeah. Relegated out of that flat. So is it only like one person? <laughs> got to try it less than no, three. No, no you, get, you get points for every repeat, um, repeat. conquest. Right, okay. Oh, for every repeat... Shag. Repeat pump. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it, 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 judge just just on, on, on the once. Right, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Did, he, did you tell him about this on like the first date or anything? I, you, I'm pretty sure he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Were you like? It's <laughs> a bit weird way for me. If he does it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is that like? Because that could be like a sort of uh, um, chat up line almost. Like you need to help me win this game by shagging me. Mm. <laughs> Sounds kind of exploitative. Okay. When you yeah. Say yeah. It does. So yeah. No a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was the heats of So You Think You're Funny. That's a classy event. <laughs> Were you on, I'm assuming? Were you on the heats? No, mine was earlier in oh, the week. Oh. No. Oh, right. Uh, how was the show? How was that show? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was good. Uh, yeah. He enjoyed himself. Right, well, that's yeah. Well, yeah. I think he met Clive Anderson afterwards. Oh, did he, eh? I think. I think that's who Didn't it was. Didn't him, did he? It would have been a worth <laughs> a lot of points. He would be good points. Get on the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did you start in 2016 comedy? Uh, the year before, right. I think. And this was in, because you were in London, this is where you were living before Edinburgh, is that Yes, right? um, I started, so I started, there was a course that you could do at Soho Theatre for people. Well, I, I did it having done nothing, I'd never done any comedy or writing or performance or anything until I signed up to do this course. Um, and yeah, they, they you spend 10 weeks learning not how to do comedy but like you come with your set and then you get notes from everybody else in the class there was one week where the guy who was leading us who is now a very prominent host on gb news so thank <laughs> i know you. exactly who yeah, yeah. Yeah. as well yeah. um he there was one was week... that coast guy uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one week we were in the basement of soho theater and the full three-hour session was spent on teaching people how to take the microphone out of the microphone stand Aye. put the microphone stand to the side <clears> and then do your set and then put it back do you not think all pros are obsessed with taking the mic out properly I've heard loads of people give that advice like, yeah. you need to look yeah. to the mic you're like, it's not that important I watched well, um, YouTube videos before doing like my first oh really that was a tutorial of, that was one video the tutorial was like take the mic out and put the stand there do you that's know how what? I knew about that I remember one time see when I went to the stand before I'd done comedy and mm. I remember being at the front the show and I think it was like a it might have been an improv night or something like that but there was like a, you know there's a spare mic at the side of the stand stage mm. I was like so fascinated and I was trying I was thinking about doing comedy at the time or I might have had my first gig booked in already and I sort of like 
I try to like touch the mic stand, but just taking a try and figure it out. And somebody came over and I did like, but I don't do that. And I was like, embarrassed. But I was like, it was like a fucking couple of pints in, and I'm going like, because I never like fucking used but, a mic. But had you, you had a gig coming up. I either I was either thinking about it already, right. or I'd already booked it in, and mm. it hadn't come around yet. But I was I, I was <laughs> just having a practice before doing it. Yeah, <laughs> practice I know, hold. Just, you know, <laughs> just try to figure out how do you get that out of the stand and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the thing that does still do my I know is when people don't move the mic stand out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or wrap the cable around it in a funny way and then you have to oh, it gets Yeah, underneath. when you've got a tech that's oh, yeah. usually there's music or something that's spelled around you, it's not but come yeah. like that. <laughs> Sometimes if compares what about that too, they can do that as well. Like they'll they'll wrap it around because it's not worse when you're doing a gig, but it's like you are trying to impress particularly when you're new or whatever, you try to get in at a club and you, you get the mic stand out and then it's wrapped around the cable. You just look so shite yeah. Yeah. trying to just unwrap this cable. It's fucking... Yeah, you could be Richard Pryor, but mm. if you get it stuck in the... You know when you get the like, mic stand and it's got the three prongs instead of the circular base? Yeah. And you've got to go like that. Oh, yeah. You're it's fucked. A it's a nightmare. Yeah. May as well just put it back in and leave. Have any of you ever had the the little Britney mic before? No. no. I love no. the idea of that. Show. We had a sketch show and I used one once. Oh, yeah, you know. Stuff. What was, was that it? like? That's the dream. It was amazing. Hands free. I loved it. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Sound? Dance no. <laughs> would you? Would you? Is that what you would like to to do eventually? What I have a Britney mic on? Uh-huh. Yeah, just around the house, maybe for a gig. <laughs> just know what it feels like. Yeah, they're quite uh, temperamental, though. I feel like flick it or touch it, they're fucked. Were you beardy at the time? Did it conflict with your beard? No. Probably a bit less, about mm. maybe stubbly. Okay. Well, I was probably and I probably had a beard back then. You would have done, eh? Yeah. yeah. I don't think it. No, I don't think it was a problem. A classic um, for the, you know, how leaving the mic stand in front of you is if if it's a bigger comedian, they're like, oh, better move this in case you can't see me. Aye. You heard that line? That's a yeah. very stock line. Or if you're very skinny. Oh, or you're very well. skinny. Oh, right, yeah. I've seen both. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well. Okay. Yeah. Because you can see them. That's the joke. Yeah. It's very clever. You'll have to explain to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. This this must be this a Glasgow like, thing. I don't get. Again? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you've been in Superdrug recently, but they've all got them. I was in there this morning, and uh, I like to show face in there. And they, uh, <laughs> yeah, they walk around with those mics, and they're just talking to each other all the time. Fucking hell! But you're like, oh, I'm yeah. fucking here. I'm a custom. I'm talking to you. Yeah. And they're just mm-hmm. like having a full conversation with someone. Well, this yeah. is my thing, and this is even worse than that because at least they're talking to their colleagues. But this is my big pet peeve with corner shops and that when you go in because anytime you go in there, who like the one person you're the only customer. And they're always like playing a game in their phone or on the phone <laughs> yeah. to somebody. Who are they talking to? <laughs> and they're at work. And then it's just you're just being ignored. And I'm like, part of me is like, this is why I'm glad that the conglomerates are beating you. Because you're not even trying anymore. But <laughs> this kind of attitude, you're never going to. You're getting a bollocking off Starbucks with that attitude. Yeah, like, you're, yeah. Ne- yeah. you're never going to, you know, have the, the get up and go to actually, you know, beat the. Sainsbury's local and all that you know if you're not even feigning the same level of customer service that some 16 year old spotty checkout person has got that's been bummed in days of work in a supermarket I'm just saying well no but I I used to work in a supermarket and Mm. they get they make like they really hammer into you do the whole be nice to people there was like you'd even and as they used to like make you you would need to take them to the product you couldn't just not you can just tell them outside seventeen or whatever. Oh, you have to yeah. escort them. Yeah, they yeah. take them there, and if you didn't, you could fail the mystery shopper and all that. Yeah, these ah. guys don't even fucking look at you when they're serving, yeah, and they own the shop sometimes. Yeah, 
Yeah, know. but then they wouldn't care about a mystery shopper because it's they're their own boss. Yeah. They're their own boss. This, mm. this is it. So there's that actually there is a level of something to be said for. You're you know. a Tory now, is what you're saying. No, but <laughs> I'm just saying that you know you need a wee bit of get up and go. Is all. I quite respect the when they don't really give you customer service. I think it's quite refreshing because you have to get. <laughs> it's refreshing. I as I see when people don't give a fuck. Do you mean, but still good at their job though? No, they don't no, have to be. That's some in what sort of scenario? <laughs> in what sort of scenario would you go in and then be glad of it? Like the one I'm describing. I'm not glad, glad of it. I'm just like it's quite. Refer- it's just quite. Uh, you don't see that a lot, you know. I, when I was working <laughs> in a shop, I was like, I would love to have just said, "Fuck off!" Or like, "I O six, go and find it yourself." You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's unprofessional. It's not that hard. It's a small shop. Just go and look for it. I would love to have said that. Did you ever work in retail? Yeah, the co-op. Huh? I worked in the co-op. Yeah, a long yeah. decade long. Retail's not about, it's not about nine, honesty, nine though, is it? It's not about integrity and honesty. It's just, just do your job, man. Yeah, I mean, you're but... saying it as if you're the worker, but if you're the customer, you would hate it. No, but like I've had it before where like in Vietnam that we've spoke about and I've been <laughs> swindled and I, and it's quite funny, you know. Steve's it's, a mark, he's like someone that people see like easy easy he's to trick. Easily like, exploitable. Yeah. 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 And it's quite nice. It's good. Because just you're so used to getting good customer service. Money so you get scams you're like how refreshing. Uh, you think it keeps you like down to earth? Yeah. A man of the people. It's, because it's real. It's a real experience. Sure. You know, off your nut. it's yeah. a mental take. <laughs> yeah, I like it when I go into Costa and they just spit in my face. <laughs> Love it. Exactly. They just yeah. like cunt on the cup and give it to you. Oh, thanks for refreshing. Well, you I... get those fucking <clears throat> things where it's like you go in and it's uh, the, the Karen Diner or whatever. Oh, and, and they mean to you on purpose. I don't. Yeah. I, that's. I don't like that. Okay. Why not? Because it's not genuine, is it? Yeah, it's you not want genuine. people to be genuinely horrible to you. <laughs> yeah. For some <laughs> reason. Not you want them to mean jobs. It. They just don't have to be all cheery and enthusiastic, you know? You need therapy. Okay. Just so, like get the job done. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, there is sometimes though when somebody it does a job like that and they are so enthusiastic, right? And it's like it's so annoying. nice. But it's, I wouldn't say it's annoying, but I just look at them sometimes and I go, I don't know how you could do that. You must have driven yourself insane to just be this upbeat and positive and you're dealing with like mm. a million customers a day and you're like hello there hey can I help you you know yeah. like, and you just see that that guy's clearly like if you're, in, yeah. if you're in a shoe shop but, and they're like they have to ask you three times or whatever if you're in for a certain amount of time they have to ask if you need to like sure you want your boys. a size <laughs> <laughs> are you really okay with a size six <laughs> seven actually uh, but just are you sure you don't want to spray <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's annoying. I would rather they Do you, um, on TikTok, I get a lot of the videos where it's somebody who's pretending to work in like a restaurant or customer service or something. They act out like little scenes of like difficult customers. Oh, yeah. But they make yeah. them into like four part series and I watch every single one. <laughs> hooked. Hooks. Like absolutely like it's hooks. or something. Yeah, kind of. But it's just like someone comes in and it's just like oh, uh, I want this for free. And they'll be like, actually, I can't give it to you for free. And they'll be like, well, I have rights as a customer. And they'll be like, not to free <laughs> not stuff. Free. That's just someone making a bunch of shit Yeah, they're just yeah. completely made up. But they don't even work there? No, 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 no. It's all completely made up. So how They're do just they... acting it out. But wh- well, as a comedy they... sketch? I wouldn't. But it's not even wouldn't... comedy, is it's it? It's not comedy. It's it? uh, like, a, like a, a, a docudrama. 
See if they were doing that in a restaurant mm. and they don't work there. Surely at some point somebody in the restaurant can oh, no. go. I'm going to try green screen or something. I think in your head you've put the production value higher <laughs> than it actually <laughs> no, no, is. Just right, yeah. They're just like just in their bedroom, show. just like to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like they're trying to make a docudrama, essentially. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, they, the people not, watch. It's, it's not comedy. It's not meant to no. be funny. It's just viral like, drama videos. Now is that what they're getting? Mm. I guess so. There's what there's one woman called Charlotte, the nursery nurse, and all of her videos are about like the, she pretends to be a woman working at a nursery, but she's got like eleven different characters, right. and they all pop up in different videos. And now it's at the point where like she has her own cinematic universe, <laughs> and she'll make a video announcing that one of the characters is leaving, and people being like. I, I just didn't need this today. I need a moment. <laughs> she, she's got like millions of followers. Mm-hmm. She was on that um, that charity single that all of the TikTokers did to feed mm-hmm. or um, something for charity. I was going <laughs> to say feed a country and then I didn't want to say which country. <laughs> but yeah. Is that like that guy you see all the time? And it's the guy I'm thinking of that the cries all the time. Guy. And he's like that? pretending that his kids died and all that. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like oh my God. Have you seen this guy? No. This is like, I don't watch any of this shit, but I've seen this because like <laughs> the meme. people repost it. I don't know what his name is. So this is horrible content. I'm sorry. But <laughs> there's this guy and he's like, he tries to be like a serious actor. And I guess it's on TikTok and I just see them reposted. But he's like just the most overacting you've ever seen. And it'll be like, the caption will be like, <laughs> guy finds out his wife is sleeping with his brother or whatever no <laughs> like literally his whole face will be like soaking wet like he's cried right uh, and it's so one, ridiculous it's very it's high camp Sam but does it. he but, <laughs> yeah it really is but does, he, but does he make it of does he say somewhere like oh I'm just acting well it, it's like he thinks it's like an audition for like oh people see how much I'm acting the most of anyone in the world so I'm an amazing actor and people will cast me I'm doing and, so much acting yeah exactly all at I'm once. doing all the acting simultaneously <laughs> well it's, it's obvious that it's fake I need to get the guy's the name the one I seen was like it's him in his garden playing with his like kid in a, a wee paddling pool and then he like goes away and then it's like it's as if she's drowned or whatever and then he goes on he's like oh, that's I it yeah. it's, it's, literally no. like his kid is drowning it's the, ridiculous the people I'm talking about like pretend to work at like a KFC they're not making some kind of kiddie snuff films <laughs> Lewis Lewis Sanderson he's called okay and uh yeah I think if you're a casting agent listen to this get, get Lewis if you agree like I think you should leave thing where it's just like a normal drama but he's like crying and everything it'd be great oh, just put him in EastEnders or something like Danny Dyer like just know. have him as just a character <laughs> that's in there he's so, oh what's that hold on this is, yeah I'm at a pub <laughs> oh my god that's... that sort of thing what's god, the caption sorry, I'm in pain mum please <laughs> Love that guy. I didn't because for ages I was wondering what is the point of that. But it's that basically just to show his range. I believe so. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was a piss take, happy ones. but it's not. I don't think. Have you seen the wow. guys and he's like forties? He's got kind of ginger beard, kind of thin hair, and his red face. It looks like a bit like a gammon, and he's doing all these dances. And Paul, yeah, that guy. Paul Breach, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he was doing a live. He did that Jack Jack Grealish song. Was that him? That's yeah, him. yeah. That's him. yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. he was he in does. a live and it was like, he was doing these dances and then it was like something like uh, there's a tsunami or like an earthquake that's like, oh, and then he just continues dancing. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Don't you think that as the world what a crazy just world collapses, like all that's going to happen is you'll just be like annoyed you can't make a train and then I 
literally people will just be TikTok dancing as the world burns. Yeah. And yeah. we'll all just be on our phones and then going, all right, that's fucking, you know, that's the nuclear bomb coming, is it? Right? It's just, we're going to just completely <laughs> sleepwalk into yeah, I think fucked, oblivion. Yeah. yeah, probably. Well, that's... That's made it nice anyway, and how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to show my range. <laughs> <laughs> Tsunami's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what did you do before? <clears throat> I was I worked as a software engineer. Right. I was going to say you've got the vibe of someone that had a good job. Do you know if that makes sense? Emphasis on did have a good Yeah, job. obviously, you're fucked now. Yeah, but... ruined it. Um, yeah, I used to work in IT for like I, 10 years, I think. And then the last few years of that, I was a consultant. Aye. And um, I just couldn't live with myself, so I left. <laughs> and so what, how did you? How did that take you into <clears throat> doing the course at Soul Theatre and all that and starting to do comedy? What was that decision? Uh, I, I think I always wanted to do it. I think what happened was... Do you remember the days before GDPR and if you went to like a gig somewhere, they could put you on like four different mailing lists if they wanted to. I must have gone to a show at Soho Theatre and then got the newsletter after that. I'd be like, have you ever thought about doing comedy before? Yeah. And so it was just from there, I was just like, I just had a bit of like a... And had you thought about doing it before? A little bit, yeah. Those like spam emails, like those whole, spam emails. <laughs> you never do get anything Nigerian that they Prince say. Situation. You never get in trouble at the sort of theatre if I try to touch one of the mics. <laughs> you're watching the show, no. Um, no, I, um, I think I always wanted to do it. They, I've deleted them all now, but I used to put up silly videos online, and that, but, but like, Pretty but like bad ones, yeah. There's one that I think is still up where I'm doing something where I'm pretending to be an apprentice contestant, and that's the only one that. I'm allowed now to they stay. probably have went viral because, like, because I, f- I feel like it's only in the last couple of years that the, these reels and TikToks and that have, have really had the yeah, yeah. The push. Whereas, like, like, five, six years ago or whatever, it wasn't, a, wasn't as prominent. Wasn't as maybe easy, no, easy is the wrong word, but yeah, it wasn't as prominent in terms of that. I think if they had gone viral, I I probably wouldn't. I think I, think I would have been the first person to be cancelled. <laughs> really? Not what? for anything incredibly offensive, just like they're quite um Leaked spreadsheet. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's um A day in the life <laughs> There were, there was a video of a guy who wanted to be cast on SNL, so he made a a video, mm-hmm. a very earnest video of him like just trying to be funny and sing a song. And then everyone absolutely rinsed him for it. And I feel like if any of those videos that I had were still online, people would do that to those. <laughs> I think you have to try that's and... That's not like... being cancelled, that's just getting bullied online. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, bullied. Yeah. I mean bullied, yeah. yeah. Easily bull- bulliable. Bully culture has uh, gone too far, in my opinion. <laughs> have, have you got quite a thin skin, would you say? Um, d- d- depends which part of my body we're talking about, I guess. <laughs> different different things. Because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the reason is that on stage you, you seem very <clears throat> confident and assured and if there's a heckler on, you can shut them down and stuff. On stage I don't think, I think is um, different. I think on stage if somebody shouted something mean at me I just wouldn't care. Yeah. Um, but if somebody said something v- vaguely not nice on like a reel or something <laughs> I'd probably take a couple days off. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. The, same. Yeah, I'm the same as well. Mm-hmm. I used to have quite a sort of a Kim Jong Un style approach to <laughs> my social media comments where I would Lock and move you know, on. I'm, I'm a, this is my wee dictatorship and I'm allowed to just get rid of, of any, course, yeah. any yeah. rebels but now I actually sort of kind of go well do you know what 
it's helping the algorithm. So I'm like, I, oh, really? particularly on TikTok, where I don't really care as much about what people see. Instagram, you're still a wee bit more protective over your mates seeing it and that. TikTok, mm. I'm like, keep the fucking insults coming, you fucking wankers. It's just putting this up. Because <laughs> uh, you kind of comment back to them. Sometimes well. I will comment back, and mm. but it's really just because I know that this is just going to. Have you ever done one of those reply videos? No, to... but I should. No. I, I, I think. But again, What's it that? works. That, was that? Like, if there's a comment, you can reply to it via video, and then Fuck people yeah. will see that you've fucking slammed yeah. this person. Or yeah. I could imagine you getting into that. No, my general uh, sort of take on that would always be to rise above it, mm. generally, and I feel like I'm that way. Both on and offline, but <laughs> unless it's a taxi driver. But isn't it? Ah, well, unless it's a taxi driver. But uh, but I think that like it's just it's a thing that it just it does work. It, yeah. You know, if it's, it's, mm. it's kind of what it's encouraged, I suppose, to reply should, to comments. Not should like. I put up a video of me explaining my confusion around the word "hun"? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then see what traction that I gets. I think yeah. that would go genuinely viral if yeah. you pretend were just you saying, don't know. Yeah. What? What huns? And that would be great. Okay. Yeah. Well, I that's certainly so. the clip that's going to be made for this. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Um, did you? So you started out in London then? Mm-hmm. Is that? I always. I, I always say this, but like, I always find it must be quite difficult to start in London because, like, there's loads of gigs, but like, it's hard to. You know, a lot of times, it seems people are just playing to other comics and stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's a, been a, a few gigs, several gigs where you turn up there were two audience members and the other 20 acts are all sat behind them to make an audience. And then after the first act, the two audience members leave and the (laughs) organiser just hopes that nobody notices and you'll just stick around. But I would always be the one to just stand up and be like, guys, we we really don't have to do this to each other. (laughs) We can just go. Um, Yeah, it's really, it's very saturated. Um, there 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 are lovely gigs in London, but like... Just like all of London as a whole, it's like very overstimulating. There's right. too much of everything all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how have you found like gigging in Edinburgh and stuff like that? And is it a nice Love change it. in that way? It's a nice change. Yeah, right. I think it's a it's a smaller circuit, but like I don't know. I've I've found seeing as I'm still quite I suppose relatively new, everyone's been quite nice and supportive, and everyone in London's a horrid. Go back to your wedding thing then. So, so you'd had to put that off during mm. COVID. I know you spoke yeah. about this a wee bit in your, your show that's online, by the way, for people if you want to watch it. Yes. But, um, but I, so you, you said planned the, the wedding stuff and then it got delayed with COVID. And so you mm-hmm. ended up doing it in the registry office. We did, said. yeah. And yeah. What, so, when did you come to that decision? Did you, did at any point you just go, just wait it out? I think we were getting to the point where the day that we had booked for the first wedding we planned was coming up and then we were like, does it still seem like that's a goer? Mm. It was the, it was around the time where stuff was starting to open back up again, but you still couldn't really do stuff with like, I don't know, more than like 30 people or something. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we could delay it again. But because we lived long distance, we'd already delayed it a little bit to account for time for me to move up to Edinburgh and... We were just like, I don't really feel like putting it off anymore. Should we just should we just go to the registry office and do it? And then we just planned like other fun stuff that we could do that day. Yeah. I think it was the first time that my husband's nan went to a cafe Nero. So <laughs> historic. Something for everyone there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really nice. It, and like I think we're 
it was a bit weird having everyone watch on Zoom who couldn't oh, yeah. be there. Yeah. I say couldn't be there. They didn't make the final cut because we <laughs> we had 15 people in, and that includes me and David. So we only had like six people each. So it was just like immediate family and friends. Mm, yeah. Um, so everyone else watched on a Zoom, but then that was nice. They all dressed up and stuff and then sent oh, us photos nice. of them like as if they were going to the wedding. And oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's it was you, really nice. Have you deleted the embarrassing clips from that Zoom? No. Some people afterwards said that they... They, they didn't actually see this they could hear the ceremony but they couldn't see it because whoever was holding the camera had like um spotlighted i think it was my stepdad oh. so they were just looking at my stepdad <laughs> for 45 minutes and be like it was lovely your stepdad was very touched um but yeah that's, that's a lot of pressure on him to be enjoying it yeah. <laughs> and he didn't make the cut to, to be there no my brother came up from Cornwall and then I had I had Olga, Chloe and he my, the Joy Multiplication Gang and then who was my other person? Oh my friend Steve who's like my oldest friend who um, is from Cornwall as well. We went right. to school together so I've known him since like I was like 12 Right. so there were two people, there were other people who were supposed to come but they got COVID mm. the week of and the, the, the grace of the people who did attend the wedding I won't say who was there as a replacement <laughs> Steve, uh, did you sort of rekindle the uh, the sort of Edinburgh Fringe challenge for the rest of the evening? And then, Barry, who can shag at the end of this wedding? Something? Yeah. I suppose you couldn't because well, of COVID. And all that. Given that it was mostly immediate family, I feel like that would have been yeah, somewhat come on, inappropriate. <laughs> Have you got any uh, tips for married life? Because I'm getting married this year. Of course you are, yes. Have yes. so you got Indeed. any... What's, what's the success to a happy marriage? Um, the what? The success... To a happy marriage. To a happy marriage. The secret to a happy marriage. Well, successful. The success to a happy marriage. Well, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it's not linked <laughs> We know what it means, right? <laughs> right. What did you say that was wrong? You said, what's the success to a happy marriage? I guess oh, what's the success to a happy so marriage? What makes a successful marriage then? Yeah, Does that, we'll get that really clean. Good, is it? that better? <laughs> um, I think it's anal? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can clip that for Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Just do all the controversial clips. Um, um, I don't know. Do you? I assume you like who you're marrying. Yeah. And also then, <laughs> we do need to get that clean. So it's not convincing, man. Yes. I just think um, more than life itself. <laughs> I see uh, other relationships that, like, of, of friends that I've seen. If they're starting to think about it, I, I I always think like, no, you shouldn't get married. Like I just, uh, me and Have you David. Told anyone that before? No, it's just like point. I won't tell anyone who's the replacement guest at the wedding <laughs> or whether I really had sex with Steve Bennett. Um, but I think I think a big thing for me and David is that we don't um, we don't really fight about anything. Mm. We annoy each other, but we don't fight. Like a fight will last no longer than like two sentences and then it's done with right. so, so that's not are you, are you bottling up emotion or is it like that's no i don't no. think so okay. i don't think so if you have him on as a guest <laughs> then he'll be like, actually him. sam is very difficult <laughs> um uh yeah 
I just say it's really simple, but I think if you just get along with each other, mm. like, do you already live together? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you can live together and you still love each other, then I think you'll that's, be fine. It's easy. You having any affairs? That can be a big... <laughs> Not yet. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that, is that a way to keep the marriage going? Is that, is that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Spice it up a bit. <laughs> that's the success to... Yeah. Success. Uh, but the, I, I heard on the Trusty Hogs uh, podcast that you were on. Yes. Uh, recently, Helen Bauer has been on this pod as well. Mm-hmm. That you and your partner just about go to Peebles on a holiday. <laughs> I, I, I want an update on how that went. That's a couple who love each other. If you can go holiday in Peebles, <laughs> and not was, follow. It's like was, an endurance test. <laughs> like there was mother. just something very nice about going on holiday to somewhere that is about a 40-minute drive. I know, I was thinking, like, where the fuck are you going there for? <laughs> it was because there's like a, like a nice sort of posh hotel there. Aye. And uh, it was a lovely stay. Did some axe throwing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done that at the locals. Yeah, it wasn't an event. <laughs> it was just a bit of a riot. Um, no, did that for the first time. Did archery. Apparently, I'm very good with a bow. Not as good with an axe, but I'm very good with a bow. Oh, it was like a cream tea. Archery. It was cream. <laughs> it was a cream tea. See, Axe Throne's hard to remember when you went to that place. And- it's this is difficult. This is a sponsored ad on Steve's Instagram. <laughs> 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 I paid full you- price to go Axe Throne. <laughs> you got you to spin it right. Yeah, and it's quite, I only got one or two. There's a knack to it. You were quite good at that, I remember. I think I only got two. Right? I think the guy who is like um, teaching us how to do it, you got like different sized axe and then you got these like tiny little dinky ones <laughs> that you can really like Whip. And, and then I think he was saying like if the hotel gives me enough money I'm gonna get um like shurikens like ninja throwing stars so you <laughs> oh, can start wow. going like that oh that would be cool yeah the because the, there's that book the zen and the art of archery and it's all about the be- the better yeah this is why they were saying this recently do you know that it's, ba- it's banned in darts to have a pint you can't drink in the darts because it's apparently like it's a it's, performance enhancing drug performance enhancing because really the, so, I, is it no, it kind of is, though, Shut apparently, up. right? But it's, Do you not feel think, more relaxed after a pint? Aye, but... I think there's something to it, though. 12 pints. Because similar to archery, it's like the longer, like, the less you're thinking about it and just doing it, the better you are. It's, it's, probably, it's, it's the same way that a lot of people maybe like a pint before going on stage to uh-huh, take the edge okay. off. Mm. And then you're suddenly not doing everything as consciously. You're just being a bit more yeah. chill. And so I think with that thing with archery as well is that... Basically, like a pint before archery either. Is that... Well, I don't know. I, I don't know the rules. Maybe Sam can tell us. But, um, but, but it's all that thing about like, yeah, you need sort of. It's like, yeah, just let the, just let it happen rather than think about it too much. Is that how did you? Because did you manage to naturally then if you're good at archery? At archery, yeah. The axe throwing, no. Right. Are you quite zen? I don't know. This is what I'm saying. Is I like, don't meditate or anything. I've never seen no. you flustered. Well, then I guess I am. Yeah, well, what yeah. was your technique to being good at archery then? <laughs> um, aim Mark the... sounds like he's got like a big archery competition. Yeah. Like that, he's... <laughs> he's got... He's got... The guy who loses archery competition. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, if I remember correctly, you you point the arrow <laughs> at the target. Uh-huh. Um you're and then, back. yeah, no. The secret was to stand in the same place, but like side on, mm-hmm. and then um, try and not move too much in between shooting. So, like, if you got it into like the blue bit, 
then remember where you were positioned and then just make a little adjustment so that it goes yeah, in the yellow one. Mm. But this is like the high performance podcast. I'm trying to get into the mentality of a athlete. You're not expected to talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I know that you're not very sporty, Sam. You said that in your show as well, which I was watching. I'm not sporty at all. What's the no. the most you've ever done a sport? <laughs> a sport? <laughs> There's a Sorry. question that also doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're, you're taking the piss out of me. What's, what's, what's you've the, done the most you've ever sported? The least success sport you've ever What's the success to key? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any sport, like a proper sport that... I enjoy. I used to play badminton when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like a, ba- a badminton. We've played, We've played, played badminton. Together. Yeah. 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 I always feel like it's a bit of a Tory coded sport, though. Well, I just I think it's. Well, yeah, not the way we were doing it. <laughs> How <laughs> are you doing it? <laughs> Sounded like we were shagging each other, but it's not really what I even meant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Redistributing the shuttlecocks. <laughs> um, no, I go. I I really like going to the gym. I just don't like a sport. I don't like a competitive sport. Aye. Mm. Yeah, Unless yeah, I like yeah. running, I run yeah. a little bit. It's a sport, huh? eh, On my Cross own, country. with my own thoughts. I think if dance yeah. is a sport, running mm. is definitely a sport. A pint yeah. doesn't help you running, though. No. <laughs> no. I, although I did like, I used to love watching darts, like when it was on like late at night. Mm-hmm. I used to love watching darts and I didn't know why. And I was just like, oh, do I really like this sport? Or do I want to give it a go? And then I worked out, I actually just think I quite like the maths of it all. Just watching the numbers go down, just trying to work it out. Just love a sum. I think that's why I couldn't be a darts player. I'm not very mental arithmetic. I'm, I'm not good at that. I think you're yeah. probably also shite at darts, no? Yeah, I'm also yeah. bad at darts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see that. The guy's just trying to figure out which one he's meant to be. He's as good as Michael Van Gogh, but he's just, he's just <laughs> crumbling over the numbers. It's double 18. You need to get a wee timer in chess. Like, right, fucking you need to go. But for professional darts, they do it for you, don't they? The an umpire or whatever. Like that wee 16-year-old guy that was just doing it. Oh, yeah. He fucking, you know, he's probably not even sat his... He's probably not even sat his O-levels or whatever the fuck they call them and he's figuring out how you get down for 180. Is darts, like, if you become a famous dance player, is that the same as, like, I don't know, Tiger Woods or someone? In what regard? As in, like, can you... I don't, can, think, they're, can I don't you... think they're shagging as much as Tiger Woods. Yeah, I'd like to see his spreadsheet. Fucking hell. But I mean, like, can they be as, like... So you know how like if you're a good if you're a good athlete and get famous, uh-huh. then you can get like your sponsorship, sponsorship deals. You get asked to do like question of sport. I think or whatever. if you're at a certain level, yeah. yeah but, I wouldn't but there's say... not that many in the upper echelon. No, like right, Philip right. Taylor's probably the last one that I even know the name of. Yeah, yeah. he's not on like Nike adverts. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's different. Different Him sponsorship. Just do it. <laughs> just just, just get you, it down. Yeah. You get like a John Smith's advert or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I imagine I think Tiger. He's world famous. I, yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people. The layman couldn't really name darts players, could they? No, no. the layman. The layman. Oh, the layman. The layman. <laughs> I thought. Oh, is that like a sports paper? The lemon. The yes. Lemons. Yeah. The, the broadsheet. The other ones that are fighting with the Huns. That's. <laughs> yeah, don't Neil say lemon in Glasgow. So you started in 2015. Uh-huh. Uh, how many French shows have you done? Uh, two. Is that only two? 
Only two. I did a lot of like split bills with people and yeah. stuff before I. Uh, we were sharing a room this year, like we one sure after were. The Sorry switch. for overrunning a few times. Listen, don't worry, that's fine. That's why I got you here. Actually, was that okay. in that room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the I never got to see the show because I was on right after, but it was called. Call me daddy. Aspiring Dilf. Aspiring Dilf. Because I'm not quite a daddy. <laughs> it's called Call Me, call me Daddy. Called it. <laughs> That's in my head. So no. <laughs> uh, was that? No. But I don't know why I was, I said it was it, it wasn't going to be called that originally. Was your was question gonna... specifically about the title that you thought it was called that well, you've made up? I've made assumptions. Call in me my daddy's head. a good uh, way to success in marriage, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've made assumptions in my head of what I thought the show was about based on the title. Oh, okay. I thought you'd be like, wrong. oh, and your Which first show was probably... called like Big Gay Cum Dump. That's what it was called, wasn't it? <laughs> Stupid little gay bitch bottom. Yeah. Um... Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, it's called Aspiring Dilf because the 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 show was largely about trying to be seen as like a daddy, like a but like not a not a dad, a daddy. What like does a daddy mean to you, Sam? It's a. <laughs> I like the how cockatiously you just cross your legs. Yeah, the the Sharon Stone. That's a fucking <laughs> <laughs> move. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in the show, I'm saying that it's like it's like a vibe and like an energy that people have. So like people think of every every day, I would ask in the show like shout out who you think is a daddy, and everyone would always say Pedro Pascal, who's obviously a daddy. We had a huge yeah, in our, our accommodation. We had a well, not, not our flat, but in the courtyard, there was a huge. What was it like a flag of him? It like was a, a, no, it was a cardboard oh, really? cutout. And there was a, a cardboard was a cutout of Pedro Pascal smoking a fag, yeah. and uh-huh. because when they they, they, they used to smoke in the balcony and get told they couldn't. So as a protest, they got a cardboard cut out of Pedro Pascal smoking so there was constantly someone smoking <laughs> on the balcony. <laughs> Did anyone ever complain? Like, we see that there's a Latin man at your window who's always smoking. <laughs> no, everyone's just like, oh, God, there's a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like, but then... Why why is he such a daddy icon though? He's just kind of attractive and middle-aged, right? Well, those are like, I guess like the physical qualities, but... He there's like a T-shirt you can get where it's like a picture of Pedro Pascal and then underneath it it says Daddy is a state of mind because he said it in an interview once um, that that's not why he's a daddy. He's a daddy because I think especially after The Last of Us Mm. because of like the sort of like father-daughter relationship they have. I know they're not actually father and daughter, but um, because like it just seems like he's like a somewhat attractive man who also demonstrates that he's quite a caring individual like cares about people Mm -hmm. people find that very attractive Mm -hmm. and then because he seems like such a nice sweet man people on the internet want him to do even more disgusting (laughs) things to him and for him to do to them (laughs) than they would with someone who is just like hot for hot sake yeah right yeah and that's what you aspire to Sort of, yes. <laughs> Without giving away what the end of the show was. Right. Because um, I get... Uh, you're going on tour, baby? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but... um, yeah, there's like, like, like not a... There's a classic 40-minute sad bit. Oh. Um, but there, it explains why being... A, I thought being a daddy was so important. Right. Because I'd made assumptions of what the show was about and maybe I'm right, so I don't want to spoil it. But okay. if I am, we can cut it. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Is it about adoption? Did you no? No. Okay. But do you know what? <laughs> when when the show went on sale, 
so many of David's family message him to be like, are you are you soft launching that you're having a child? And we were like, no, Sam is a lot, but even he wouldn't like announce that he's having a child through a friend show. Um, right. No, it, it doesn't have anything to do with adoption. Okay. No. Yeah. no, that's what I thought the whole show was about. Sorry. Oh, it's not. No, uh, I was going to say congrats. So <laughs> Steve said, "Why did he call it cum dump?" Hour if, if he's not even getting cum dumped, that's where well. babies come from. Uh, so it's, it's a metaphorical dump. You might be not a conceptual dilf rather than a I, uh, more oh. more the state of mind yeah, yeah, dilf than a than a real one. Did you come ac- across any backlash or or, or sort of people getting annoyed? Because some people don't like the term daddy in that sort of maybe sexualized sense, you know, because they think it's a weird thing to do with their actual dads. Yeah, not really. No. I think if you call a friend show aspiring dilf. You attract a certain type of audience. Too <laughs> so many stag dudes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, because my show was on at noon. They would never have come anyway. But I got, I got so many. Did you know that there is a Scottish Bear Society? No. no. There's been bears as in like large, hairy gay men. Right. And I think one. I'm sorry, I, I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> was that your membership card? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, um, I, I, I think, like in the first couple of days, I walked in, I walked onto stage, and then just saw just like a sea of bears and daddies. And then afterwards, they all just wanted to give me like the, the most cuddly like bear hug afterwards. Is and that also, nice or is that odd? Yes to both. <laughs> they were very, they were very, very nice. Um, but yeah, I think if you got, I, th- I think I, I probably subconsciously knew what I was doing if I called a show Dilf. I, I'm getting, I'm getting the horny people coming the to the show as well. To be fair, yeah. It's it's what of it? It's suggestive. <laughs> it's basically your ass. It is just my ass. It's a great yeah. poster. It's very funny. Thank it's you. actually in the background. We done a lot behind the scenes at the Fringe Day. For our Patreon and like we're is sitting in your house. Like, yeah. I saw you yeah. walking around with a camera. We're sitting yeah. in the battle barn, like your posters like right behind us. So you yeah, it does draw the eye. <laughs> I dip, 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 dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where's the where's the difference between a bear and a daddy then, would you say? He crossed his legs again. <laughs> um, so, so a bear is like I think a daddy is uh, not just like a a thing for like gay men because uh-huh. uh, anyone can be a daddy. Because I don't think Pedro Pascal is a gay. I don't think he's a queer person, as no. far as I know. Um, but a bear is a term specifically used to describe like a gay man's body type. Oh. And there's all there's millions of animals. I've had it explained to me a few times. Yeah, have we spoke about this on here? No, I don't about think what so. we'd be. I can't remember. I have it. Uh, I've been told I'm like a cub or an otter or something. You'd be somewhere between a cub and an otter. I a cub think. And I think otter? he's an otter, probably. What's that? Is that right? An otter is like so. You're not. Um, you're not. So you're not a cub. A so bear. a cub would be like a a younger, smaller bear. Steve's yeah. a twink. I know that. Clean shaven, no. Yeah, twink would have no would have no hair. Right, okay. But also, there's people now who say like you can't say twink anymore because it's a slur. Oh, is it? I don't know how I feel about that. Six, Can you uh, use yeah. that as a, a fringe show title potentially? Is that because now sometimes they they bleep out swear words? Could is that a word you could use for a a fringe show? If well, if you come to see me this August in my show, <laughs> Big Twinky Hun. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, we'll, we'll find out. No, um, 
Yeah, no, so, an interesting TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and also would be like, so you're sort of, you're not like, um, you don't have like the the body shape of a bear, but you are hairy. So small, smaller hairy. No, it's really small. Yeah. You, Just you not, know what other yeah. <laughs> I think I have, yeah. yeah. As, I think as you'd be an like yeah. a fatter person, no? Or just chunk or bigger? Just bigger. They don't necessarily have to be fatter, no. Okay. Yeah. So what would, what would Steve be then, a cub? I think a cub bull. might be the right fit. And the cub's the same as an otter? No. A small bear? Mm, um, yeah. Similar, yeah. Similar. What would that be? It's a big old... Sizing them up. Big old slut. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have much body hair? No, not really. What do you, you call want to a show bear that's, that's, that's for the Patreon, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. What do you call a bear that's not hairy? I know this sounds like a joke a kid wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. I think you could still be a bear. Right, okay. A bear bear? I think. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's pretty good. That's Come pretty good. On! Well done. That's pretty right. good. That's you know what? Right. And I think that's you what know you what? You're an well. ally. Well done. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Um, I don't know how to. You're quite tall, mm-hmm. so I feel like that would factor. In. You'd probably be a tall otter, a long otter, a long otter. Yeah. What's the, oh, a long otter. What's the, <laughs> what's the other thing for a twink? What's like the kind of inverse of that again? Is there, there's a, a bear? No? There's, a, there's a um. It's been so long since I've had to use any of these terms because because me and Dave have been together for eight years. So, yeah. um, I, there's a twink which is just like skinny and hairless, uh-huh. and then I think you can have a, a twunk, uh-huh. which is uh like uh, very hairless and young looking, but a, a bit more hunky. Right. The only reason I bring it up is uh, when you say there's a bear society, like do. Th- would they all have their own societies? Did you get any other? Or is, what the, is it about your show that's just for bears? That if the twinks had a society, I, I, I would protest it. <laughs> um, I uh, no, I think okay, I, I don't know. The bears just must be very organised. They've got a lot of affairs to deal with. They have to have an AGM <laughs> just to deal with it. Drink at their meetings. They play that song. If you come down to the woods today, you're a big surprise. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so I'm still writing all the bear bear. Comment, <laughs> I don't know. If, is this like a f- offensive for, for us to inquire about these? Uh, terms and stuff well, I, don't think, I don't think it's offensive do, is it, it annoying for like do you get a lot of straight cunts no, nobody's stuff. asked me about stuff like this for a long time so uh, I don't mind just talking about it like, shut, shut the fuck up shut up There's just so you know rangers are also called the teddy bears just so you know you, you, <laughs> you, need, to, yeah. you need to be careful there yeah. on your Glasgow tour day. and the rangers are I'm kidding and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we need to cut out. <laughs> um, you can no, see it. I can reclaim the. This is true. Eh? Is this, I'm saying twink. <laughs> Don't say twink and point to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, you must have had. Who, what other gay men have you had on the? Oh, before? it can't be then us. Paul, Paul, Paul Black. Uh, oh right, okay. Uh, Agnew. I knew we spoke at length about case sure. and stuff, yeah, but I don't think we got into this. I had a very embarrassing encounter with Paul Black during the Fringe Why? because there was someone who, I think he must have come along to see your show. Yes. Because I saw does. him in, in the bar outside our room, but he had his cap on and I couldn't see his face. And there was someone working at Monkey Barrel who every time my back was turned to them, they'd like sneak up behind me and like jump scare me. 
and they would always wear a cap. And I thought it was them because they were dressed the same. So I <laughs> went up to Paul Black oh, no. and like grabbed him. <laughs> and then he looked at me and I should have said something like, oh, I'm so, I'm sorry. So sorry. I thought, I thought you were somebody, I thought you were my friend. But instead, I think I said, you're not the man I thought you were. <laughs> Which sounds like I'm taking him down yeah. like character wise. <laughs> So I know so, one um, of these cunts again. <laughs> people coming funny. up to me saying Got assaulted that. by some twink outside. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that's really But fun. he seems, he dealt with it very nicely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, nice that's a hard thing, right? See when you do genuinely make that mistake of when yeah. you think someone is and you go up, because it's the sort of thing that people sometimes would do on purpose. They go, I'll pretend, oh, sorry, I thought you were somebody else. Oh. So you, you always feel like you're saying it and they don't believe you. No, 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 I genuinely didn't know who he was. Aye. But no, I just mean that in general. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's if like you a boy mis- who cried wolf situation. Yeah, but yeah. if you have a mistake, yeah. you know, so you, you think somebody, the, you know, is across the way, mm-hmm. is somebody you actually know, mm. and then you go up and that isn't he? Yeah. And then you tell them, oh, I thought you are someone else. They always just look at you going, you'll just, just try to chat me up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Or whatever. I so, had a, when I was like a eight or maybe younger, I thought my mum was like in front of me in the supermarket and I'd, held her hand and then was probably on girls so let's say four uh, you know when you're telling a story that's embarrassing so you start you start yeah. changing old you yeah, yeah. 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 even me I just seen it on a tele show something. Yeah. I read this thing actually it was my mum actually no think about it <laughs> but like I held this woman's hand and it was just like an old lady she was like 90 and I was like Ugh. and I just ran away so I didn't even say sorry or anything I just ran yeah um, and if you're listening to this as well we'd like to apologise I don't that. think she's still about. No. Unless she's 110 years old. Died of wow. shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Sam, you're taking the show on tour? I am, yes. Are you looking forward to it? I think so. I am excited. I've never done a tour before. I was going to say, yeah. how many dates are you doing? It's it's 10 places, 12 dates, I nice. think. Uh, starts in Brighton in a couple of weeks and then... I'm I'm going to all the cool places. Nottingham. <whistles> um, I like Nottingham. To be honest, never been. Never been. Robin Hood. Aye, a lot of there's hundreds yeah. of Robin Hood shit there. Yeah. Basically, is I, that is that like their That's Harry that. Potter? Yeah, yeah, but I was surprised yeah. because I went to Sherwood Forest fucking centre park soon as a wee guy, and I remember all the kind of Robin Hood stuff mm. there. But when I went back, like doing gigs, I f- I didn't realise how much they still like, everything's like. Everyone who'd like there's Maid Marian Way and there's all these statues and stuff like that and like there's a like it's proper like the whole town is really just centered proper hoodie Robin yeah. Hood <laughs> which as far as I know was a fictional character I think I don't know I might be wrong so it's Harry Potter to be fair yeah so it's Harry yeah. Potter exactly um, yeah. going to Nottingham going to Nottingham going to Edinburgh where I already live so I'm looking forward <laughs> to that one uh, Glasgow Newcastle. Bristol Homecoming Cornwall No I asked a venue Oh, oh no I don't want to say it in a petty way I asked a venue in um, Cornwall And they never came back to me uh. But I am going With the show that I'm writing now I'm going to Cornwall in like July or something Because they've got a lovely festival down there in Falmouth Which oh, is I, really lovely I might do, you, do that as well actually You Fal- should Falmouth It's Prince really nice Yes sort of, right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah How do you like that. going back to Cornwall for gigs and stuff Is it too close to home or do you like it I only I think I'd been doing comedy for maybe five years before I did a gig back home. Aye. Um, and uh, it was 
It was fine. It was the first time that most of my family had seen me do it. Um, and it was all... After I, you tell a story about like taking drugs or something, nice. and then I just see my family, and I just be like, "It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I haven't really ever done. I didn't. I'm not even gay. It's for this stage. <laughs> um, uh, but it's it's fine now. You always, I don't. I always had the worry that um, someone from like my old secondary school or something would turn up and be like, "We're well, trying to do comedy. Uh, you were never funny. No, um, yeah." yeah. But, but that hasn't happened. Um, and, yeah, it's very nice. And it's the only time I can go down and get, like, a proper Cornish pasty. Aye. Don't that, have them up here. Is that the main thing you miss for Cornwall, would you say? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> They're just not the same anywhere else. Really? Yeah. What's in a Cornish pasty? Just beef? Uh, well, uh, steak, cut, cuts of steak, mm. um, potato, onion, swede, well, salt, pepper. And the one... Yeah, and then and then the the trick is <laughs> before you seal it up and you crimp it, they put like a little knob of butter on top of it so that it melts in and bakes, and you get like a little bit of a gravy thing going on. <coughs> nice. Sounds good. You never had one? No, never. I don't think I've had oh. one either. To be honest, never. If you ever in Falmouth or anywhere in Cornwall, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'd like to go. Looks lovely. What was it like yeah. to grow up in Cornwall? Eh. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of place that um, I think if you don't live there, because because it, it tourism's pretty good there, Aye. so it all looks like just like very pretty coasts and uh, and all that. But we, m- most people don't actually live in those areas. That's all of the holiday homes and stuff. Yeah. So um, and also, Cornwall isn't a big place. So if you want to go and look at all of the coastal places, you can. But doing that for eighteen years, you get a bit bored of it. So. Like it doesn't, I I can appreciate that like the landscape looks really nice, but it, it doesn't do anything for me anymore because it's just where I grew up. Aye. Mm-hmm. Would you vote for Cornish independence? That's a thing, isn't it? No. <laughs> Every team will get a Cornish person in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Only two, to be fair. <laughs> We're just trying to take off the top and the bottom of this country and leave the middle just floating. Yeah, no, they... I, I remember... There being like a Cornish independence. You're not movement. getting a fucking Cornish pasty anywhere if it goes independent. <laughs> oh <Well, laughs> yeah, well yeah, because legally you can't take a pa- you can't call a Cornish pasty a Cornish pasty unless it was made in Cornwall. So like yes, champagne. Champagne routine, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I th- I don't know what they would do if they ever got independence. I don't know where all the money would come from. I don't. They wanted to. The only time I ever considered it being a good idea was that they said, "Oh, we would love to be an independent nation." Because could you imagine seeing Cornwall do Eurovision? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't imagine what that song would sound like. We didn't even think bit. of that argument when we had our uh, independence. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, aye. Yeah. Next time. Scottish Pocket that one. Yeah. I always mm-hmm. thought the reason that they knew that the independence vote wouldn't happen is because they never broke the emergency glass, which I thought would have been them saying that Celtic and Rangers could go to the Premier League. I always thought... If they were really worried about the yes vote, they would have said that because it would have got enough people. No, like, oh, if you stay in the UK, too. maybe we can get you in. I always thought ah. that that was the thing, but uh, so they never done that. But uh, yeah, but the Eurovision would have been a great shout. If 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 Scotland gets independence, they can enter. They only can't do it now because the United Kingdom's already there. So Wales can't do it either. Northern Ireland can't do it. I mm. always feel though as well that the UK always suffers. Like because of people's perceptions about the UK as a whole, whereas like as, as opposed to necessarily the quality of the singing. So I think Scotland would fare a lot better. Yeah. 
Because there's not yeah. as much animosity towards us. That's more of an underdog mm-hmm. thing going on. We've got the underdog thing going yeah. on. Yeah. And we've got a few other, We've got David Snedden. You could send Michelle McManus. I think she's doing a lovely Michelle. job. Yeah. Capaldi. Boyle. Susan. Frankie could do a type five at Eurovision. I'd love, love to see it. <laughs> uh, Who's Cornwall got? Who, who, you got any singers? Probably. Jethro is the only person I can think of who's like in it. Who else is famous from Cornwall? I remember reading. Like, is he actually Cornish? Was he just cutting he? about there all the time? Oh, lots of them are just yeah. there. Um, I can't think of any famous. I know I'm not the most famous Cornish person. <laughs> Who is? Tamsin. Could be uh, Tamsin. Maybe a joint. Yeah. She maybe. she flies the Cornish flag a lot better than I do. She's a lot more passionate about it than you are, certainly. Yeah, she's very much like no. I'm proud of being of Cornwall, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Sam. If you've not got the the go to Cornish famous person, who was the person that you looked at as a sort of inspiration to get into comedy? Would you say who was the person you looked up to the most? Probably uh, Bill Bailey. Why? Well, yeah, well. not because I ju- I um I think you if you're a comedian, then your inspirations come from whoever your parents had on like videotape and dvds growing up yeah. yeah so my dad had a lot of like old british comedies like only fools and horses and blackadder and stuff and then he had like he had all of jethro's videotapes on vhs <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's always just jethro just like looking up just holding a big pint of something <laughs> and i didn't i didn't know, yeah um uh but so he, had, he was so zen so that was his meditation yeah <laughs> um but he he had um my, so my dad had him and like Victoria Wood and French and Saunders so people like that. And then once my mum got a DVD of Bill Bailey because I think we liked him from Black Books. Mm. Um, and then I, and then I loved the show. And then I bought all of his other DVDs and then just watched him. And then he came to Cornwall once to do a a show and he shouted out. He changed the lyrics in one of the songs that he does to be about my hometown. And then everyone lost their shit because they were just like, oh my God, he said it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody threw a Kit Kat at him. He had a joke about taking four Kit Kat chunkies and melting them together. So somebody did that and made like a, a wrapper for it and then threw it at wow. him. Oh, wow. He loved it, I think. Thought, one day I'm just going to try and get, you talk about stuff on stage I went flung at me. And if you um, end up with so in the crowd. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> Brilliant, man. Yeah. Well, so, wait, so when did your tour start? It starts on February uh, February 3rd, right. I think, in Brighton. And it goes up until uh, uh, middle of April, where it's finishing at Soho Theatre in London. When's your Edinburgh date? The tw- Edinburgh is on the 24th of February at Monkey Barrel. And Glasgow is on... April 4th at the stand. Sweet. Recommend. Well, and are you doing the fringe again this year? I am, I think, yeah. I suppose, I, can't, I don't know why it's a good idea to churn out a show every year, but I'm no, doing no, it for some reason. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, um, before it goes away, because I, I know you said that your, uh, your partner's some of their family listen. Yes, I, <laughs> so I didn't know until I saw them recently 
they this convinced them that I must be doing all right as a comedian <laughs> because I got a shout out on this podcast <laughs> and they were like I actually got a shout out on a this podcast that I listen to it's these like it's these Scottish guys and like there's like a, there's like a cup there's a Twinkie room, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like oh do you mean do you mean some love and I was just so I listened to the episode back it was your one with Olga yeah, and I was, was listening yeah she was talking about your yeah. fucking Edinburgh fucking challenge <laughs> <thing>. I, <laughs> I was listening being like oh, I bet I wonder if they said like oh yeah we really rate him he's like a really good comic and then it was just Olga saying like oh Sam Lake is a software engineer or used to be and you're like oh Right. <laughs> and that was we it. We can't speak how good you were at software engineering. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm the, now I'm the guest. I'll actually think I'm a big deal. Oh well, glad. So thank you. Uh, it's been a long time. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And um, yeah, so check out Sam's tour. And as ever, guys, please remember to like and subscribe on YouTube. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can can follow us at Some Laugh Pod on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter and send any questions you've got for us to our email address which is sunlapod at gmail.com um, Have you got any live dates that you want to plug? I've got a uh, 13th of February I'm recording uh, my last year's uh, French show at Monkey Barrel um, you've both got guys definitely go to face. that great show mine's a sold out guys uh, wow. I've not been checking tickets but I've got chance. I'm doing my last French show love that for me at the stand yeah Plaza Comedy Festival Tuesday the, I want to say 19th-ish cool. of March and I'm doing two webs at Van Winkle two consecutive Saturdays what in progress shows go on the Glasgow Comedy F- Festival website I'll be on there excellent and a tour soon that's not announced yet sweet and obviously some of live places, the Pavilion yeah. 31st of March get your tickets and do sign up to the Patreon as well oh, if you haven't already yes. can I plug one more thing Absolutely. I completely forgot I'm at the Glasgow Comedy Festival as well doing a work in progress show called Esmeralda and it's also at the stand <laughs> I don't remember what date it's on sweet right cool check that out as well <laughs> cool. I've also got an apprentice man. video or something yeah, yeah, yeah you want to check that out do you have a bit of digging see what you know remember to delete you know watch some Lewis Anderson as well if you get the chance yeah I'm going to do that on the train back him on the pod as well <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys listen thanks so much for tuning in and we'll speak to you very soon cheers, cheers guys. guys thanks Sam thanks Sam thank that you lads great.